Welcome to today's podcast. I'm Louise and today I'm with Jessica Thomas. She runs Sparkle and Shine in Whitchurch, Shropshire. Today's topic is cleaning has been the perfect business to overcome anxiety. Now Jessica, you have been running a cleaning business for the last year and a half, but what got you into cleaning in the first place? Um, so hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so when I was young, my mum, she struggled. She was a, a full-time parent and she needed a job. So she, she started cleaning for herself. She's um, self-employed. And she did what a lot of people do. She took you along, didn't she? How, yeah. how old were you and how was that? <laughs> to be fair, her clients were really good because <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine doing that now. They must have changed since. I think they were quite easygoing a few years ago. I know my clients would not be okay with this. But yeah, go on, no, so how yeah, old were you? We used to sit with um, the other kids watching films. That like, and they used to feed us and all sorts of had sausage rolls, cakes, everything. <laughs> it was great. But yeah, it was during like the school holidays and things. And there was me and my sister, so we always went along. And my sister wasn't that great at cleaning. But I was always really good. So, so you, my, you joined in even as a child? Yeah, yeah. So I was always with a little microfiber cloth dusting around and cleaning the kitchens and everywhere that I could reach at that age. I started really quite young, probably about six or seven. <laughs> I've got to say, when some of my customers' uh, children are being, I'm not going to call them annoying, they want to be helpful, they're really not helpful, I'm like, you can do the skirting boards, please take a duster and just do them. And they, their parents come in and go, what's going on? Are they being a pain? I'm like, no, no, keep them going, they can do my skirting boards. So, um, but how did that affect you? Was it an inspiration? What, what did you think? Yeah, I think it was um, a massive inspiration because, and I think the way that my mum carried herself, she's very professional and she's always outspoken with her clients and things and they always knew that we were coming so we were sort of part of the package when we were cleaning I knew it was her job and her pride so that's why I was like oh no I need to get every crumb and that's probably so much embedded into me now <laughs> I'm like no hairs left <laughs> no crumbs no dust but she was self-employed and a lot of people see a big difference between being self-employed and a business owner and I think we can safely say you are a business owner aren't you yes What's the difference? There's quite a big money difference because, I mean, my mum started, I think, like this would be years ago, she, she probably started on about £8 an hour. Um, and we never really saw my mum unless she was cleaning. Oh. So every school holiday she would be working and she would go on holiday, she would treat herself and treat us as kids, but it was always longer weekends because she knew she wasn't going to be paid for that week off. So... There's obviously a massive difference there between, you know, where we, we employ, so we pay holiday pay and sick pay and, they you know, get that, do um, they? COVID furlough. Yeah. You know, we had that, that as a normal rollout at one point when COVID was rife, but obviously my mum, she had to work throughout it. That was her choice and she's still self-employed now. She's still happy in what she's doing, but... She doesn't work for you. <laughs> she does, she does a mon... No, sorry, she does a Tuesday and a Friday for me. Oh, okay. About four jobs. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what made you see your mum? Because you didn't go straight into cleaning, did you? No, so I actually did chefing at, okay. at college because I'm very, like, hands-on and I knew I wanted my own business. Just like to crack on with my jobs and I like to see the difference as well. When I was cooking, to be fair, it was more of a hobby, but because I liked cooking, I sort of saw it, oh, maybe I'll do this as a career. But realistically, I've always loved cleaning. 
but I never thought it was really accepted. When I told people that my mum was a cleaner, nobody went, oh my God, amazing. I think we've all had that. Yeah. We've all had that. And I think that's just upsetting. That's a professional service. There is yeah. a stigma, isn't there? Yeah, and I think that's what I'm really passionate about, is doing cleaning the right way and trying to make sure that our cleaners are respected and yep. they're doing their job and they are professional at it. So to me, why can't you go to school to be a cleaner? And you've, <laughs> you've put a lot of effort into this, haven't you? Yeah. You know, training to be a cleaner and, you know, you're probably quite different in your terms of your style of cleaning to your mum now. Because yeah. I know you've done all your kosh courses. Yeah. I know you've been on a My lot of My mum still these. uses bleach. Does she? <laughs> and she loves it still. And I'm like, no. <laughs> so where, if people wanted to know, where do you do training? Because it's still hard to get training. Where do you learn to be a good cleaner? So this is a bit of advertisement for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually looked on a lot of things. And I was on loads of different Facebook groups. I didn't know what I was looking for, to be fair. And I thought, I'll just type in cleaning groups. So I went on a few, but they're very judgmental and they were still not doing it right. They were still mixing new chemicals, um, going out and over diluting things because it smelt better. and Spraying Lenore on pillows. Yeah, <laughs> and and it was like, oh, so am I doing this? Should I be doing this? And, and at the very start of the business, I was doing that. I was buying polish and pledge and everything that made a house smell absolutely amazing yep. because I wanted the client to walk in and smell it all even though it's like a chemical factory <laughs> and a lot of people associate but, those perfumes with clean yeah they, that's the link but then I saw the DCBN and I clicked onto it and I was I was looking into it and I thought oh this is different this is how you do something right yeah and we can find you the right people to direct you the right way it's it's something we struggle with it's not a sexy message telling someone to use a safety data sheet there is nothing fun about a safety yeah. data sheet <laughs> but mixing chemicals to smell amazing and change color that's fun whereas we go yeah guys it's boring but safe and guess what yeah. you're not going to have lung diseases at the end of this exactly and it's it's not the most fun message but it is when you're looking for that message it is in the right place at the right time isn't it really yeah definitely just going onto the site you could see how everybody was really professional nobody trolled each other either and on the last groups that i was on um there was so much of that you put one thing and you were getting judged even if it was something good and this group is is like everybody really cares and wants you to do it right and what's the best for you and i've met loads of people i've met um just a cleaner down the road, she's probably about half an hour from me. I called her today. We had an hour's conversation on the phone yeah. and she's supporting me. We're literally door to door <laughs> near enough. So, and that's, that's great. You don't need to be in a, in a horrible competition with each other. You just need to be in like a, you can still have a competition, but like a healthy, there's, there's yeah. a style to prompt people to say, no, 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 that is really good. But what about doing this? Cause I think you'd get more Things in that, you know, just collaborating with each other. We can all rise other. together, can't yeah. we? And I found that in my area, some of them don't want to know me. And I'm going, why? Like, yes, we're competition. And they're like, no, I don't work with other cleaning companies. And others, we'll all meet up. And actually, it's lovely. And we're all doing better off the back of it. Um, 
But this podcast was about anxiety because you suffered badly as a teenager. Yeah, so I've actually suffered probably since I was 13 with anxiety. I didn't know it was anxiety. It was just, I was always very nervous about going to school. I didn't like school. And I, I did try to fit in, but the anxiety got the better of me. And I put that sort of, oh, nobody likes me sort of thing. And I think that's where it started. It wasn't till I was actually doing my chef in. I got this really great job offer and I'd gone from doing care home, cookery style, big meals, and I'm a very homely person, so it was great for me, um, to be a sous chef in a really busy pub. I didn't have training, and I'd gone from college, but college is nothing, college is nine till five. Being a chef is like split hours, late nights, early mornings, having your break in the middle, having food cooked on time, it was very, very sharp. Yeah. And it was hard. and. I just felt like I'm not doing this right and I lost that job. I was fired from that job. Why? <laughs> because of my anxiety. My anxiety got so bad in the end, I would rather anything than go to work. I still went, I definitely attended and I did tell the head chef at the time that I was suffering from anxiety because, you know, obviously doctor's appointments and things. They just weren't very understanding but then I sort of do see it from a business perspective I don't think I was trained properly to deal with the amount that was coming through considering I'd come from a care home which is very much cooking in bulk yeah shepherd's pie now I'm cooking a la carte in this really fancy restaurant and it, there was this big jump and it just shocked me and I just felt like that was when I just thought I can't do this anymore like there is a place for me and I don't love this this affects your whole life, your personal life as well. What did this job that really wasn't right for you do to you personally? It's hard to say. I mean, I was pretty much in a bit of a meltdown um, for a good month. But I'm one of them people that I have to work for my own uh, mind, I think. Yeah. I have to get out and just do something. I didn't care if it was volunteering at that stage. Like, I had to. I mean, I was lucky to be at home, so I didn't have to pay a lot of bills I was just paying a phone bill and I had savings so I wasn't left on my bum <laughs> I just really wanted a real easy job so I started actually working at Tesco and it was then I started really organizing things I was on this bread aisle in this cake aisle and I was cleaning these shelves and they had cleaners you know and people were noticing like my managers and that were noticing and going fair play Jess like I've not seen that before and I felt proud about myself and it was from then I really I thought I've always been an envy of my mum's job she could go to work and she could come home when she wanted and she could have weekends off that was like Christmas to have a job like that is is the best job ever. Can I confess something? When I worked in recruitment, so I was working long hours, I had a very good job in recruitment, and I'd often be there till seven o'clock, and the cleaner would come in seven till nine, and I'd be there seven till nine. And I remember being really jealous of the cleaner because they were walking around, they didn't have the stress of being on the phone, and people thought I was insane, and I'd say there, sit there on my very well-paid job, going, I am jealous of that cleaner. Yeah. And they don't get it, do they? The, the freedom we get, and even now in domestic houses, we are spending more time in their million pound houses than these people than are. are yeah. and, and as a job, the freedom, the mental freedom is amazing. So you were in this job doing an amazing clean in Tesco's. What happened next? Yeah, so um, I left there. To be fair, I needed a mortgage, so I did go into care. 
but then that spurred on more of cleaning. So that was brilliant for my role now because I was cleaning there probably more than I was caring in a way. And it, that is caring because you're caring for that person's house and taking pride in that work. I bet more people wish the carers would do more cleaning. It's, it's yeah. a balance, isn't it? Um, and, and yeah, it was funny just going around spraying certain things and saying, oh, you, you know, I've dressed your room up today. And it, it, was, it was nice, you know, you got to see your clients. And it's a, it is the same, similar role. Yeah. You're caring for someone's house, you're caring for someone's personal needs. And, you know, they do gel. I needed hours on a contract to get a mortgage. So I got my mortgage. I was going one day a week to, to college again, but that's a different story. Okay. <laughs> um, and I said to my, my boss at the time, I said, oh, you know what? I'm going two days at college now. And I wasn't, I'd finished college. <laughs> now I need to just, you know, put it in on a, a Facebook page that I, I'm a cleaner. And, um, you know, I rang up my mum and I was like, what do I need? And there's so many things that you don't know, even though I've sort of done it on and off for so long. What do you do with their keys and stuff like that? And yeah. it is crazy because you get yourself in some situations and you think, oh my God, <laughs> like what? It, uh, it and then strange. it's a mum call and she's like, oh yeah, all you need to do is this. And I'm like, ah, right, okay. So now I'm like an electrician. <laughs> You just sort of get on with it. You're like, oh, that light bulb just needs, oh, you know, and you do sort of become a bit of a handy person, but um, but yeah, that's where the cleaning came in. And what and happened I, to the anxiety once you started cleaning? It's near enough gone. It, it, come, it creeps back, but I think everybody gets anxiety. I mean, I had it a lot worse. Like I, I really didn't want to leave the house. Um, but I did force myself and one of them people that just has to get out to make myself feel better. So I think finding this career for me helped me so much on my path that you know, if something threatens me, if you know, you get a complaint, I do get that sicky feeling, but so does a lot of people. You're working with your sister, aren't you? Yeah, so Jade helps me out quite a lot. She's in control of Facebook and all of that. So. But how awesome is that, that you can start a business and start then employing and giving the same benefits that you've had to family, friends? Yeah, massively. She helps me out with a lot. It's really good to have somebody just to lean on and just to ring up and be like, right, I'm stuck, I need your help, and she will come. So you've got your mum working for you, your sister working <laughs> yeah. for you. How, how big is this company now? <laughs> I know, yeah. There is six of us. Okay. My mum's self-employed still. Still haven't got her onto the employed, but she's got her own clients, that, and she's formed relationships with them for years. I mean, she's been working for some of them for 20 years, so... So she know, can't leave pretty, Yeah. <laughs> so you've been doing it a year and a half, and you you were proud to say you wanted a big thing in here you've just hit the that threshold yeah. haven't you so it just got registered but tell us about that journey so we've talked about getting to the startup point it's pretty scary when you then start up isn't it how was the first few months for you when i first started um it got busy quick yeah um and i had full-time work within a month I'd say it was pretty fast and my mum said to me oh it took me like a year to get full-time work that's why I was cancelling some jobs you know with my care job and I was like oh and then it got to the stage where I could just fully go for it and I was taking in work do you think that's the time because you started sort of around Covid and it has boomed recently hasn't it yeah so, so I was actually self-employed um 
a few years prior. So I've been self-employed since probably about three years ago. 2020, it was in between from lockdown to the next lockdown and I was working for my accountant at the time cleaning her house. And I said to her, I really want to do this. I've got, I've, I, I just really want to do it, but I'm really worried about COVID and what that impact is going to have on me because I was prepared to, to do it. And now COVID's come. And she just said, how do you know unless you try? And also, what have you got to lose? Because you could be still self-employed in the next year with the same work you've got. You're not going to lose out on them jobs. Now, I remember talking about your accountant. You and I were talking and I, I gave you a little bit of a nudge to put your prices up and your accountant went, you can't charge that. I and I was like, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. How, how did that go, that chat with the accountant? Because I bet you felt pretty awkward. I think going through it all, it was sensible to do, especially with the VAT now. It just had to happen. It is awkward when anybody talks about money, I think. And what were you charging? It was about 13, wasn't it? I started, so this is funny as well. Very, not great with maths. I started when I was self-employed at 11 pound an hour. Okay. And then I thought, well, now I'm a business, I'll charge 12 pound. Okay. <laughs> because Where that was going, I do not know. Okay. <laughs> I think I was paying for the cleaning. <laughs> Were you employing at that? That is when I just started employing. So you were making yeah. a loss on every single hour that's yeah. uncleaned. Okay, awesome. So great. Uh, great first start, but you know, it, during a pandemic, I think I've done well to get here and I'm still standing. And so. do you know what? You only make that mistake for a few weeks and then you go, hang on, my bank account's going down, not up. Yeah. So your accountant, you're charging £11, 12 one you're a business. What are you on now? Uh, so now we're on £15 plus VAT. Okay, so 18 yeah, um, so it's £18 an hour. It's funny because you go from that client where £12 was a bit like a, a £10 an hour client and now we've jumped to near enough a £20 an hour client. So I think it was difficult and I wish if I had started out then I would have just started on this because I would have probably started with the right client. And do you think and they're different sets of clients? The, yeah, Your 10, 12 pound is very different to your 18, 20 pound client. Yes, definitely. Describe it more, because a lot of people don't understand this and they go, well, I'm gonna put my prices up and they lose customers. T talk me through what your actual journey was. With the clients, um, you obviously form a great relationship with them, but you have to remember it is business and it's not personal. And that's the biggest thing. I think I've ever learned. I bet this hit your anxiety. Yes. <laughs> T tell me what happened yeah. to you there. To be fair, I don't think I slept for a week. My jaw got really tight. I didn't sleep. And this is because of a price rise. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it sounds really ridiculous, but- No, this is um, really, really common. When you've got staff as well, you don't want them to lose out. And you worry that what's the worst thing that can happen? And you always think that worst thing is gonna happen. So you think, oh, well, what happens if so-and-so loses all of their clients? They've got no work and that's my fault. And then, you know, it's not going to work for them and we're going to lose great staff. But cleaning is just a crazy world. It happened so fast where we did lose probably 20, 30% of clients. Yeah. But we managed to pull them back in about a month and pull the right client. You wouldn't raise your prices until you were delivering a better service. So for you, when you oh, yeah, had, when you had um, your, you your £11 an hour clients, you didn't have your own vacuums. 
um, there was a few, there was quite a few things that you implemented and you said, I'm not putting my prices up unless I can justify it and I'm delivering a better service. And yeah. that mattered a lot to you, as it yeah. should to a lot of people. Yeah. What did you have to change so that in your mind you were like, no, I deserve this kind of money? I've always known it and I've always wanted to be at, at a bigger price because I think our worth is that. I didn't want a client to turn around and say, well, you're not even using your own vacuums. Like, you know, we're supplying some of the cleaning stuff for you. And I thought by making my business just that bit better and having everything included, then I'm going to I'm gonna get that price. I don't know. I think it's just a confidence thing. I think it was a bit with you. Yeah. yeah. But you went for, was it Mealy? Yeah. Just go for Mealy. Do yeah. you love them? Yeah, I do love them. They <laughs> are really you, good. You also upgraded to providing products as well. So you yeah. investigated and spent a lot of time investigating professional products, didn't you? Yeah. What did you go for in the end? Was it Jangro? Yeah, so we work with Avika and they supply Jangro um, and we do the Enviro range. Perfect, um, so you've got environmentally friendly, yes. concentrate, less plastic, cheaper for you. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. Exactly. do the staff come in to you or do they refill their own? They basically just come in and say, you know, we need refills and I sometimes double them up so they don't have to come back so often. But, but yeah, it is just all at my house at the moment. <laughs> I would love to have an office one day and people just popping in. Well, we're about to do a session with Diane on goals. So yours can be having an office to get it away from your house. Yeah. Now that you have really got quite established, you've got the basis of your business, you've got all your professional products you're charging that higher rate you've hit that what's next we've been putting a lot of systems in place so we've got zen made um we use go cardless now which has been great so we actually that's a game changer on stress levels isn't it yeah and what we did was because some of our clients were slower paying um what we did was we said that every single client has to pay domestic client has to pay on the monday of every week so, right. so before the clean yeah okay so every monday that goes out on their go cardless direct debit and that pays them for the whole week comes in my account probably in seven days or whatever it is and it's brilliant because you don't have to have that conversation of you know can you pay me <laughs> we've done your clean three days ago do you know the biggest killer to cleaning business is cash flow they don't get paid it yeah. only takes a few not paying and suddenly you're going i can't pay my staff and the business is starting to go under but that's a confidence thing to bill in advance is yeah. that how with your anxiety how on earth did you take that step to go i'm going to bill you in advance i think when I hit VAT, I stressed that that was going to be probably the worst thing that I'd go through. And I think it was. And I think having the confidence to go through that, I got through it. I think now this is my business and this is how I want it to work. So it will work. That's a <laughs> because, big mindset shift though, isn't it? Going yeah, from, that's a really massively changed. I'm a lot more confident now. Like I used to go into houses and I, I used to get so nervous, but... Now I just think, what's the worst that could happen? You've got everything in place. You know your, how your payment's being billed. Everybody knows how they're going to pay. They know the products that you use and they know the equipment that you're going to use. Um, they know what time it's going to be and how long it's going to take and your terms and conditions and things. So it's as easy as that. You either take it or you leave it and I'll just go to the next one. <laughs> yeah. And, and how good does that make you feel? And we speak to a lot of people that go, I haven't got the confidence to put in terms and conditions. And we're going, 
it's terms and conditions that give you that confidence. It's knowing what your standard service is that gives you the confidence to move on. So how's the anxiety now? A lot better. Um, I feel a lot more confident and I think that, like what I said about having, you know, this is my business. It's not every cleaning business. It's just, this is how I run things. So I think knowing that, that's already a golden egg because if somebody questions you, you say, oh no, no, that's how I do things. And if you had to give a piece of advice to anyone that was starting out, that was struggling in the same sort of jumping from job to job, not quite finding what was right for them, what would you say to them? I think maybe you should go with what you want to do and not what other people want you to do. And also don't judge yourself while doing it. You know, a lot of people say, oh, you become a cleaner and you don't go to school, like I said, to become a cleaner and you don't go to uni to study cleaning chemicals, which I think should happen. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah. People look at you and think, oh, she's just the cleaner. I think this is probably like the best job ever and I couldn't imagine myself doing anything else. So I'd say it with pride that I am a cleaner yeah. and I love it. And it's the best thing ever because it's so easy on the mind. You don't get stressed while you're doing it. Obviously, having a business, it gets stressful. But, <laughs> but when you're cleaning, it's freedom. And you're making somebody else's life a lot easier by doing that cleaning. Yeah. And to doing it to a standard where you're plumping cushions and, you know, all this stuff to make it look amazing and I think that's just really great. I completely agree with you. So I remember I went to grammar school, got a good degree and then told my mum that I was becoming a cleaner. And my mum was like, are you joking? And I was like, yeah. no. I was like, I'm gonna be a cleaner. And, and not just a cleaner, it was a cleaning business. And I still now present myself to people saying I'm a cleaner. And if they are going to judge me when I'm at that party, that's their choice. I think the stigma, I definitely feel that there's not a stigma, but I wonder if that's just me walking in with the confidence going, I'm a cleaner. I think potentially there still is a stigma. I suppose when you're in like a great career, like a profession, so say like a doctor or a chef, we'd probably be cleaning for them. Yeah. And I think it's that, it's that they've gone to uni and got this degree and you're just doing this because you don't know what you want to do in life. I don't feel that's true, but a lot of people it is true for. You can yeah. be really good at this and you can have it as a career. And it's not just a career now that you work for a company. You can really do well in the cleaning industry now. Yes. And looking at your mum as a self-employed cleaner to now being a business owner to going, well, where will you be in five years time? Where will you be in 10 years time? And it, there isn't a ceiling. You can just keep going now. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And it's, it's freedom. It's amazing. Yeah. It is crazy because you don't have a clue <laughs> what's gonna happen and it's all on your head. So it's like, if you wanna grow, you've got to grow. You've got to make it happen. You're supplying other people with jobs and that's their job. So you do have that pressure on you, but also you'll know the pressure's right because it's right for you. So in conclusion, we love the cleaning industry. It definitely helped you fit into your right spot really. Um, thank you, Jess. Thank it's been you. an absolute pleasure speaking to you. And we hope that you enjoy the next couple of days at the cleaning show. We've got lots yes. of seminars going on. And I've and... gin and tonic. <laughs> yeah, so you can go off and chat and let's go off back to the kitchen and carry on gin and tonicing. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.